Hello and welcome to Love Mondays Club podcast. I'm your host Helen and I'm here to help you unravel the mysteries of marketing so that you can get more eyes on your business and make more sales. This is the ultimate podcast for online female business owners who are ready to conquer their overwhelm, discover their confidence and unlock the secrets to marketing success. Whether you're just starting out or already running a thriving business, Love Mondays Club is your compass to navigate this ever-changing digital world. Each episode, I'll bring you valuable insights, expert interviews, and practical strategies to help you stand out in a crowded online marketplace. It's time for you to dream big and succeed. I want your Mondays to be overflowing with inspiration, excitement, and setting the stage for you achieving your dreams. So if you're ready, cozy up in your favorite spot and get ready to unlock your business potential. Let's dive in. So today we are diving into the juicy topic of confidence and what is confidence for us. On this podcast, I talk a lot about sort of marketing and strategies and different ways to grow your online business. But another thing that I care a lot about and I'm really interested in is this idea of the confidence and self-belief that sits behind us being able, you know, to show up and actually grow our businesses and do all these different marketing tips and tricks and all the things that we encourage you to implement into your business. So today I want to talk about this idea of confidence and how that might be showing up for you. So just before I kind of dive into lots of suggestions for you here, I want you to think about what does confidence look like for you? And do you feel like you're a confident person? Is it, you know, the loudest person in the room? Is it the person who goes out to dinner by themselves? Is it the person who seems to have no worries or stress? Or is it just simply about not being afraid to do things? And I think that, you know, a whole episode could totally be dedicated to this idea of defining confidence. (laughs) But for the sake of this episode, I did a quick little bit of research before I did my recording and found an interesting definition, which I felt sort of was on track with what I believe confidence is. So it's from Psychology Today and they defined it as confidence is a belief in oneself, the conviction that one has the ability to meet life's challenges and to succeed and the willingness to act accordingly. Being confident requires a realistic sense of one's capabilities and feeling secure in that knowledge. And I thought that was a really interesting definition and one that certainly resonates with what I'm going to talk about today because I truly believe that like confidence is unique to all of us it shows up in different ways for all of us and ultimately this is not about you know being confident and for example the way I help my clients with confidence online it's not about trying to mold people all into one person one idea of success it's more about tapping into this idea of like it says the belief in yourself and having the conviction to or the willingness essentially to act accordingly and to do what needs to be done. So I also believe as well that if you're sat here listening to this and you feel like perhaps when I asked you, you know, what does confidence look like for you? Or do you feel like you're a confident person? Potentially you might have sat there and thought to yourself, actually, I don't feel that confident or I feel like I could be more confident. And this is something that I believe that in many ways you can learn to become confident or you can at least encourage behaviors and patterns in yourself that help you to feel more empowered in this way and the reason i 
honestly, I believe and think this is because I would say I'm walking proof of this. So, you know, I think a lot of people who come to me and when I talk to them about going live or putting themselves out there and getting more visibility online, they say things to me like, oh, well, it's all right for you. You seem, you know, you seem really confident. You're you're really good at it. Or, you know, you, you enjoy doing it, all these sorts of things. But the truth is not many moons ago, I really didn't. <laughs> so as like a bit of context for you, I mean, back in school, you know, I was definitely one of those students who I like to just sit back and listen. You know, I wasn't necessarily, I, you know, I was a bit of a Hermione Granger. I was quite happy to sit at the front of the class and answer the questions. But, you know, when it came to things like drama, oh my God, I dreaded those lessons so much. Like they were my idea of hell standing up and having to like act and pretend to be something else. Similarly as well, I had this fantastic English teacher who, you know, they were great, but they loved, this this teacher loved to get us to like reenact things and, you know, act out scenes and things like that. Um, And yeah, again, my absolute worst nightmare. I used to sit there like, you know, head down, avoiding eye contact, thinking, God, please don't pick me. Like, please don't make me read out one of the parts. So this is the thing. And from that experience, I think when I was younger, I took that to be that, oh, I'm not confident. I don't like standing up in front of people and talking and things like that. But actually, what I realised as time went by, that it wasn't it wasn't necessarily about the standing up and talking. It was more this idea that I hated pretending to be something that I wasn't. Like I hated the acting part. And I think for a lot of people, the reason I'm telling you this story is because I think a lot of this is actually quite relevant for when it comes to us showing up now online and getting visibility with like promoting our services and our businesses, is often we feel like we have to be something else. You know, we we have to kind of put on this persona and things like that when we're online. Now, don't get me wrong. We all have different masks, don't we, for the different kind of parts of our lives. But I think the thing with online is that you don't have to put on this big act and show. And really, a lot of this is about tapping into, you know, where you feel authentically happy and where you feel comfortable to share things. And this, as I say, takes time, but it is possible to learn it and develop these feelings. One kind of caveat to this as well is that like, I think it can be really easy to project confidence and that's maybe perhaps where the acting part comes in. But how you feel is more important than how you act. Because the truth is, if you're just acting confident but not actually feeling it, internally, this is probably going to be eating you up a little bit. And the truth is, it's not sustainable and you will burn out from it at some point. So, The idea of today's episode is to give you some suggestions, examples of how you can start to build your confidence when it comes to showing up online and getting more visibility in your business. And all of these are aimed at being sort of like small, actionable steps that you can take because we're not necessarily going to listen to this episode and then be like, right, that's it. I'm confident. Off I go. (laughs) No more worries for me. Because like I say, as things develop and change, you know, as you move through different levels in your business, little sort of quips and fears might come up as they go along. But hopefully some of these strategies here today will help you with those. Now, for me, like confidence and fear sort of interestingly run in tandem a little bit with each other as well. And I've kind of learned over time in my business that actually, if I'm not a little bit scared by it, then arguably maybe it's not worth doing because the most exciting opportunities I've had and the the biggest opportunities I've had have always come from me doing something that, you know, there was a little voice in the back of my head shouting, don't do it. (laughs) 
And on the flip side of that as well, if I'm feeling overly confident about something, that also makes me feel a little bit suspicious because I think, hmm, what have I missed here? Why does this feel suspiciously easy? And that's not to say, you know, that everything must be difficult and hard. But I think this is the interesting thing with confidence is there's such a delicate middle ground between fear and overconfidence. And we want to try and yeah, explore where that middle ground is for you. Without further ado, let me dive in and talk you through some of these little tips and strategies that I have with you about becoming more confident online. So first of all, I think one of the most important things is this idea of self-acceptance. And ultimately, a bit like what I was just saying, don't try and be something that you're not. And instead, like appreciate who you are and recognize like what you're good at and what you feel comfortable with. So as an example with this, I'm going to try and give you some specific examples around social media here as well. A couple of years ago, you know, reels became a really big thing and, you know, video really kind of exploded in that sense. Now, like I say to you, I'm super happy on video. I'll sit there and chat away. If anything, I have to set myself a timer to make sure, you know, that I come off the video soon enough. (laughs) But there is one thing that I really don't enjoy doing and that's dancing around on reels or lip syncing along to them. Because again, totally triggering from those traumatic days of drama classes in school that I absolutely hated. (laughs) And you know, for me, for for a while, I felt a lot of pressure around this. And I felt like, oh, God, I've got to start, you know, dressing up and dancing and waving my arms around and doing some cringeworthy lip syncing things. And I tried it. I tried it a little bit for a couple of reels. But I found it would take me so many takes to get it right that it was just a total waste of my time. And there were a million other money making activities that I could be doing in my business. So instead, what I did was I went away and looked at, OK, video is still a huge part of social media. It really helps with your visibility. What can I do that's a little bit different? And I went away and experimented and found the types of sort of short format reels that maybe I was comfortable doing. Or if anything, for me, it was more actually Facebook community groups that I found really comfortable in. But the main kind of takeaway from this is that it's all about accepting what makes you feel comfortable and what makes you feel uncomfortable. And if something feels crunchy or difficult and you feel yourself resisting it, then explore other alternatives to it. Like don't totally bury your head in the sand about it, but look for the things that are gonna, you know, suit you and your personality and what you enjoy doing. And that's the most important thing as well, what you enjoy doing. So the second point as well is that ignorance is not bliss. So I always recommend to people like go and learn how things work and develop your skills and knowledge in the digital world because it is such a fast paced moving you know, situation to be in. We don't necessarily, you know, unless you're kind of training people in social media and things like that, you don't necessarily have to be the leading expert in it, but at least having an awareness of what's going on. And generally, I take an approach of, I'm just going to experiment with things. I'm going to give it a go. So for example, at the moment, around the time that I'm recording this is this new thing has come out from Meta about threads. And all of a sudden, you know, millions of people are signing up to it and all sorts of stuff's going on. So you know, one voice of me is saying, oh God, another social media platform. (laughs) Now, listen, I love marketing. Like this is what I talk about, but it doesn't mean that I don't still sit here and feel that pressure around the social media platforms. However, I also know from past experience, don't resist it. Sign up, have a go, have a play around. If I like it, it comes back to that self-acceptance thing. If I like it and I feel like I can get engagement from it, then I'll stick around. If I don't, then I just won't feel the pressure to be there. Like, again, it's got to be about discovering things that work for you. Also as well, you know, different social media platforms have got different etiquettes. So again, that's another reason why it's really important just to kind of hang around on these sites and learn about them and find out what's going on. The next thing, another tip for you, is this idea of 
sort of cultivating like a positive online presence. So what I mean by this is be really mindful of the content that you're looking at and absorbing when you go through your feed. Something I always really encourage my clients to do is almost have a little spring clean once a month and go through your feed and be quite brutal. You know, if there are things in there that you don't like, that aren't inspiring you, that aren't making you feel better about yourself, then remove them unfollow them. You know, you don't owe people a follow. Again, it's not necessarily that it's anything personal, but this is just about you create like curating an environment for yourself that that does lift you up, that does help you with your confidence, that actually makes you want to show up and engage and talk to people. So I really really recommend doing that. The next one as well, kind of similar to this, is this idea of like setting personal boundaries. So think about your activities online and think about again what content you're comfortable sharing because this is something we we talk about a lot inside Love Mondays Club with our clients is this idea of like we want to get our uniqueness across we want to help people get to know us because ultimately that you know creates great communities people feel connected they want to engage with us and ultimately all of this stuff makes it a lot easier for us to offer them services to you know make sales things like that however I don't like this feeling that you know you have to feel this pressure to put your entire life on social media because that certainly isn't the case some people do you know so I Again, this whole thing about going through your newsfeed. Some people might do that and you might not relate to that. You might not enjoy that. So again, remove that pressure from your feed. You don't have to look at that every day. What I always recommend doing is instead actually write a list. So think about, for example, your your personal side, your uniqueness and what you're happy and comfortable to share. I would write down a list of 10, 15, maybe even 20 things that are like personal things about you and then categorize them as simply happy to share not happy to share. And I've talked about different examples of this in the past, haven't I? So for example, for me, I will share pictures of like maybe me and my clients or me and people that I know in the industry, but I won't share pictures of, for example, me and my family or me and my very close friends. Because to me, those are two separate worlds and things that I want to keep separate. Again, goes back to that self-acceptance thing. It's not right. It's not wrong each to their own, but it's about what you feel comfortable with and where your boundaries lie with these things. And then once you have that little list of things that you're happy and comfortable with, play around with them and actually dive into them a little bit deeper. What you might actually find is some of the things you're happy to share with could actually make great social media content for you and put little spins on it relating to your business and how you help people. Okay, so that's that one there. Another thing to help you with this is also about your engagement. So we've kind of talked here about boundaries, about, you know, like what you're absorbing in social media, what you're looking at, what you're happy to share, and now the engagement side of it. So I always recommend people to engage in like constructive discussions and so always try and participate in things. We we do a little activity inside Love Mondays Club where we go through our social media feeds and we talk about how easy it is to engage in the content that's coming up. Nine times out of 10, most of us find it quite difficult. And that's a whole other interesting topic all about copywriting and engagement. But what I say though, is like ultimately don't be a lurker on social media. So, you know, show up with intention and show up with the idea that you do want to engage with people. But again, make sure that you're engaging with things that make you feel good about yourself, that are creating good, happy, positive relationships. My general policy as well with these things is that I generally avoid controversy or anything that's going to be, you know, causing a bit of um, tension or, or too much of a debate. Again, this is my personal preference. You might be listening to this thinking, Helen, I love a good old 
row on social media. <laughs> Fair enough. I totally don't have the energy for that. And this again is all, all personal preferences. But for me, like I social media, I think we all know has the potential to be quite a toxic environment sometimes or a place that actually doesn't always make us feel good about ourselves. So I think we have to be really careful about what we're engaging in and how it's making us feel. So one thing I always recommend is making sure, especially like within your own community as well, that you have strict boundaries in place of sort of who's there, who you're engaging with and making sure that you're making like meaningful relationships that, um, yeah, essentially make you feel good about yourself. Next one is thinking about, so this kind of goes back to this earlier point about like the content that you're creating and putting out there and not feeling the pressure to do all the things, you know, when I was talking about like the reels and the dancing and the lip syncing and things like that. So this, I would say to help you build confidence in this area is more about having the confidence to kind of experiment and try different things with your creativity. So, you know, if you love writing, if that's your thing, experiment with different kind of writing styles and formats online so maybe try a little short posts maybe try like long form longer form almost like mini blog posts you know just play around with your wording and see like see where your engagement's coming from how people respond to it other things it might be like photography could be like graphic design maybe you love canva maybe you can make really creative things on there maybe you're happy with video you know think about like how you can do use video in lots of different ways but ultimately find a way of communicating with your audience that resonates with you that you feel comfortable with helps you to showcase your talent and your passion but also most importantly as well is something that your audience are also engaging with and relating with so whilst I talk a lot about video it is not the only way to show up on social media but I will still caveat that by saying it's still one of the quickest ways to build up really strong relationships with people but that doesn't mean you have to do it you can always experiment with different things so another one as well is also thinking about this idea and again this is thinking about your community and who you're with and and sort of how you're spending your time with people online is thinking about surrounding yourself with a supportive network now I think this is really powerful for helping you build up your confidence online because if you can connect with like-minded individuals you get that feeling don't you like I found my tribe I found my people um, and engaging in these communities and groups is the way to make that happen and it's going to make you feel a lot more supportive it's going to make you feel a lot more encouraged and ultimately as well having this network is going to enhance your confidence because as you as you engage and relate to them you're going to see the value that you're bringing that their positive support is going to really help you to get that confidence to maybe go outside of that comfort bubble and start sharing it with the world inside love mondays club like the community side of it is really important to us and i spend a lot of time you know helping members connect with each other today in fact you know just before i did this recording we had a session and we were talking about like collaboration opportunities between two members and how actually both their services really complemented each other and how they're both likely to get you know requests of of each other's services so building up these sorts of communities is really powerful for you and also as well it's not always just about the wins like you know sometimes within our community we also talk about you know the struggles that we face like sometimes the difficult side of business because like the reality is it's not easy every single day like there are challenges that we come up against and someone said something really lovely the other day when we were talking about some of these challenges and they said it's great to know I'm not alone in this and that statement really stuck with me and was really powerful and I thought god you know when I I know this for myself and I was working for myself and didn't have a community like I did feel lonely I did feel like 
I'm the only one that struggles with these things. Because again, we know this, don't we, from social media, and this is the whole thing about curating our feeds, is that sometimes our feeds are just filled with so much positivity and wins and everyone's highlight reels that it can it can actually knock your confidence, can't you? It can make it make you doubt yourself a little bit. So having these like safe communities to fall back on where you can feel like authentic and honest and open is going to do so much for your confidence and not letting those little kind of mindsets of self-doubt creep in when you're maybe looking through different feeds. Another thing as well that will really help you with your confidence, um, and this is slightly different, is this idea of feedback. I think that like when it comes to showing up online, a lot of the time, again, I speak from experience from many years ago, I would rock up and just sort of pump out this content and it felt like, okay, I've ticked the box, I've put something out there. But I was never necessarily finding out in the early stages whether people actually found it helpful or not, which sounds totally silly when I say this out loud. But this is why now, as the years have gone by, I've become so interested and curious and passionate about like learning more about marketing and messaging because like I can see from the early days where I got things wrong. And quite often as I sit here sort of talking about this stuff, I I think back to these memories and think, oh God, I wish someone had just told me this a long time ago. But basically, the the point here for this is it's all about, again, talking to your audience, building up those communities and getting feedback from them and finding out, you know, what's working, what's not working. And this is inside like your free communities, but also inside your paid ones as well. So I am always asking for feedback. And, you know, I love the positive feedback. That is great for your confidence. And like I said, you know, sometimes there's little quotes like, like what my client I've said, I mentioned earlier about like, it's great to know I'm not feeling alone with this. Things like that, that sort of feedback for me is so powerful because it just emphasises how important the community side is of, of our membership and of us working together. So I will really drive a lot of energy into that for helping people. You know, so your, your business is going to really develop from feedback, but also so is your ideas and your inspiration for also putting content out there for your audience. Because when you know what's working, when people are telling you what they're finding helpful, it's going to give you a huge confidence boost in knowing that actually you're not sitting they're wasting your time you're not talking to an empty room people are getting stuff from what you're putting out there so you've got to ask for feedback at all stages in your business reaching out to people so the finally the last one to talk about is I actually think a really important thing for helping you just with your sort of consistency and confidence is taking breaks so I think the online world can be quite overwhelming and definitely exhausting if we spend too much time on there so something that for me is really important is I take sort of regular breaks I have like a actually a very strict routine with myself about how much time I spend on social media and this is all about maintaining my sort of mental health well-being when it comes to being online because even though my feed is full of great things with amazing people and I love following my clients and seeing what everybody's up to you can sort of have an overdose of these things, can't you, if you spend too much time on it. So for me, it's important to kind of disconnect like periodically. And then first of all, I think this helps you maintain a bit of perspective and approach to these sort of like online interactions. But also as well, like when you come back online, you're going to have this like renewed sense of energy to be there. You're going to you're going to feel like you want to be there. And again, that goes back to all the things we've talked about, about like wanting to engage, wanting to communicate with people. Um, and you're just going to feel a lot more confident and willing to show up so for me like social media boundaries are I actually have two phones which makes me sound like a dodgy person and also makes me look a bit dodgy sometimes when I'm walking around with a phone in either hand (laughs) 
But for me, this is something I did early on in my business. And I think it was one of the best things I did because in the early stages, I found that, you know, having my my personal life and my work on one device just meant that I could never switch off. Like seeing those apps there and things, I just could not resist clicking on it. And there were multiple occasions where I did click on things at 11 o'clock at night, would see something it would put me in maybe a little bit of a tears. And I think, why did I do that? Why am I looking at this just before I'm going to bed? Like when I'm not in, I'm not in a work frame of mind. This is not my best self. You know, this is not the time to be doing this. And then of course, weekends as well, I'd get phone calls and messages coming through. And I would just always feel that pressure to be switched on all the time. So I invested in another phone. And now one phone has all my work and social media and emails and everything like that on it. And then I have my other phone, which has no social media, really, apart from one little personal thing, my personal emails, and then just my WhatsApp for contacting. Because interestingly as well, maybe interesting to share with you, for me, social media is literally just for work. I don't do anything personal on social media. For me, my personal life is all done through, you know, WhatsApp and phone calls and things like that with my sort of closer group of friends. But I never use social media for personal. It's all business. And and again, that has actually, I found, has really helped me keep the separation between the two and also helped me with the confidence side of it. Because for me, social media is the place where my clients are, where my community is, where I talk about my work and what I'm doing and, you know, all that sort of stuff. I'm not worried anymore about that person I went to school with 15 years ago, you know, because they don't follow me. It's a business account. It's all totally separate. (laughs) So that was another really helpful boundary for me was to kind of separate those two sides. So I hope this has been helpful for you today. Like I say, the theme of it really was all about getting you to think about like confidence online and how you're showing up and also what you can do, like consistently do. These are not just like little quick hacks. These are sort of routines and boundaries and things to, you know, like I say, try and put into your routine that can help you just to gradually build up your confidence more and more. So I think the way I want to conclude this today is just emphasizing this point that confidence looks different for all of us and how we show up online is totally unique and different and that is so important and so special because that is what is going to like your uniqueness the way that you show up for people is going to attract the type of people that you want to work with as well like the people who are aligned to your values your beliefs you know the way that you operate and do things so this for me is why I care so much about helping people just tap into this feeling of like authenticity and finding inspiration in ways that they feel comfortable to get more visible online because it will fundamentally make a massive difference to your business in terms of getting more eyes on it, building those relationships with people and ultimately making more sales and helping your business to grow in that sense. So like I say, I hope you found today's episode helpful. If you want to know any more about building confidence online or you want to find out a little bit more about Love Mondays Club, the best place to go to is probably on Instagram. You can find me at Love Mondays Club and you can drop me a message there and I would love to hear from you and chat more about this. And of course, you can scroll through my feed. It won't take long to scroll down and find some of those cringy lip syncing reels that I was talking about and you'll be able to count on one hand how many of them I attempted. (laughs) I have resisted the urge to delete them. (laughs) All right, guys, thank you so much for listening and I look forward to sharing next week's episode with you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.